It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Pod. Network. This is the place that has no boundaries. No windows where the light of day might shine through. The only light here is that of a single, solitary candle. And perhaps the illumination of the mind. If you are fascinated by the world of strange, or perhaps like to gather in those dimly lit corners, and converse with those individuals who may not walk to the beat of this world's drum, then step across the threshold that leads to the room under the stairs. Everybody, how the heck are you doing tonight? This is Stan Wengland, and I am one of the people, along with my wonderful, dynamic, interesting, ever intriguing co-host, Paul James Caden. And we, we ladies and gentlemen, we are the people under the stairs. Paul. Paul, are you there? I am not here tonight. I am absent. <laughs> <You're> ab- <laughs> I changed my stick, folks, just a little bit there. So now if you're tuning in for the first time, <laughs> I haven't lost my mind and I'm not on massive doses of hydrocodone as like I was a couple of weeks ago because I had some kidney stones. Uh, which, which he which he manifested with his mind. <laughs> yes, which I which Paul insists I which I manifested with my mind. <laughs> so after the show, the United States military will be recruiting me to uh, manifest kidney stones on all the nation's enemies. 
But yeah, yeah. Awesome. go ahead, Paul. <laughs> oh, you gonna kid- kidney spies? I like it. <laughs> yeah, kidney spies. There you go, kidney spies. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us on our show. And and man, we've we've had just a series of great shows. And the support from everybody has just been wonderful. We have uh, really a large number of people watching, rather listening to the show. And I know that uh, Paul and I are just tickled pink, as they used to say in the 1950s and 40s, about how nice you've all been. And today, uh, just kind of jumping into it, we have a a terrific show, I think, on a really interesting topic. Uh, I was researching some stuff, and I actually suggested this one to Paul, and of course he knows about all things paranormal. And I've seen some of this stuff over the years, but in a different context. But it has to do with automatic writing. Automatic writing. A very fascinating part of the paranormal. And Paul, what the heck can you kind of jump in here and tell us about with automatic writing. Why the heck is automatic writing a big deal in the world of paranormal studies and, you know, paranormal psychology and all that kind of stuff? Well, that goes under the AI. You buy a little pencil and it does automatic writing. (laughs) (laughs) No, automatic writing is uh, a sense of some people use it as like a seance or, you know, Mm -hmm. medium connecting with uh, the spirits where they let their mind go blank and they actually allow other entities allegedly to, you know, take control of their mind, their body or their hand. And they begin to write things that they're not conscious of that, that they're writing till afterwards. Mm -hmm. So in a, in a way it's a, it's a, it's a form of uh, maybe trance mediumship, you know, light trance, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot. Uh, you know, spirits or entities to, uh, you know, control the function of your body. Mm-hmm. There are other, there's other ways to do it too, which we'll talk about a little later, but oh yeah, uh, for all intents and purposes, you know, that's, that's what automatic writing is. You, you, you're not, you're not conscious of what you're writing down until mm-hmm. your words. I, I, did you finish your thought, Paul? I did. I thought I lost you there for a second. Oh, no, no, no. I was listening to you. You know, there's another name for this, and it's called psychography. And uh, that's uh, or spirit writing. uh, And uh, it's uh, very interesting definitions on this, which are just, as you said, and some other little subtle kinds of things where people, you know, say that automatic writing is produced by a spiritual occult. Or here's this one of my favorite things as a psychologist and talking about consciousness or a subconscious agency rather than by the conscious intention of the writer. You know, so uh, some of the stuff with automatic writing, some people think it's not necessarily spiritual or occult, but deeply subconscious. You know, I don't know if that's an oxymoron there when I say deeply subconscious, but something, some kind of subconscious agency. So that that's really interesting, you know, and uh, uh, it's it's another form, I guess, uh, as you mentioned, Paul, of uh, it's what what would you say? It's an alternative form of spirit communication. If you're using other kinds of um, methods to communicate with spirits, if that's your belief system or that's your goal, this is another way of doing it. Would that be correct? 
There is. There's a number of uh, mediums out there who actually use automatic writing mm-hmm. uh, when they are reading for somebody. And, and some of them are, are, are quite good. I mean, there, there's one individual, I, I don't remember his name, but if you, if you Google the, the psychic medium who uses purple paper, he always uses a purple sheet of paper. Mm-hmm. And my wife, one of her coworkers actually went and, and seen him. Uh, you don't really tell him anything. And he just starts writing words and drawing pictures. And then he deciphers uh, what's coming through uh, from the spirits or deceased relatives uh, by what is uh, what is on the paper. So it's it's a form of automatic writing that he uses. And they say he's uh, he's very accurate. It's mind blowing what he what he comes up with, you know, using that technique. Would his name be Brian e- uh, Eno? I don't think so. It doesn't sound familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I came along a whole big bunch of names. One one was called, if it's a man, there's a guy called uh, Tom, Thomas Everett, uh, a magician, William Marriott. Uh, there was Francis Ward Munk, uh, you know, uh, Matthew Manning. Uh, all these different names with, um, you know, different kinds of uh, this automatic writing or, um, uh, you know, they even have automatic speech or what they call hypergraphia, where people start doing this rapid. There's another guy called Joseph Sieber Benner. You know, just a just a right. ton of people. Uh, you know, maybe somebody in the audience knows that. And, you know, a lot of people through history, you know, very famous people like uh, Edgar Case. Uh, was uh, you know into that kind of stuff, Sir Arthur Conan uh, Doyle, uh, you know, you know the famous guy from Sherlock Holmes uh, was into that, uh, you know, all kinds of folks. So, what would it be like, uh, Paul? You know, what would what would automatic writing look like for somebody? Well, generally, what they do, I mean, there, there's various techniques. They say you're just supposed to. Uh, Almost like using a Ouija board, you would ask, right. you know, spirits to draw close and to give you a message and then just let your mind go blank and just start making, you know, circles on the page with with the pencil. And then mm-hmm. uh, it is supposed to start moving all by itself. And then when you look, well, there's a message that you consciously did not write because the spirits wrote it through you. Now mm-hmm. I've exper- I've experimented at, at various times with automatic writing, and much like with the Ouija board, in my experiments with it, uh, I found no success. And, uh, and maybe it works for some people, but you know, I I wasn't uh, I wasn't greatly impressed with with my experiments with it. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, that goes from my research into it. uh, You know, I was very fascinated by this, that the automatic writing, uh, you know, it goes goes back a long way. And, um, you know, which I get to in a second. But when you're putting the uh, when you're using the Ouija board uh, kind of technique, you're using the little heart shaped thing called a planchette, I believe. Right. And uh, instead of going to letters or numbers like you would in a traditional Ouija thing, you would place the pen, you know, the pen in a holder, I guess, in the center of the planchette or at the, the tip of the planchette. And you would do your writing that way. And what I was amazed to see, and I bet you know about this because you're into all this stuff with angels and, you know, um, you know, different kinds of magic kinds of things. They say, or I was looking at, there's an early practice of automatic writing 
going back to the 16th century, folks, which would be the 1500s, of course. And it was in the Enochian language. And this was, uh, I guess, uh, the language that some people at the time, or even today, think is the language of Enochian angels. I would guess that had, would have to do with Enoch. Am I correct in the Bible? And uh, yes. And there's a practice of Enochian magic. So this language from automatic writing by many people is claimed to be part of this uh, whole angel and magical and Enochian language kind of stuff. And I guess it has, uh, I saw a lot of this stuff, but I couldn't get into it and I couldn't understand much of it. It had to do with very detailed and complex grammar rules and symbols. Right. Language of angels. And what do you think about that, Paul? Yeah. Enochian magic is from the uh, Enoch from the Bible because the, in Genesis it says that uh, that Enoch walked with God and he was not because God took him because he was a righteous man. You know, he never died. He mm-hmm. was ascended to heaven. And, uh, you know, much of the uh, Jewish and Christian lore uh, says that he became the archangel Metatron. And he was mm-hmm. a great dispenser of wisdom and magic, you know, to, to the people. It's it is. It's it's a very it's a very complex uh, magical system with a lot of different sigils and letters and Hebrew letters and symbols. It's it's really a very detailed. So I would imagine uh, their system of automatic writing was uh, pretty complex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. <clears throat> And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, it was one of the things I, I would guess that the people in the um, in our listening audience, of course, I would hope that they would know who Harry Houdini was, you know, the famous magician, escape artist and, um, uh, you know, illusionist, uh, probably the, the most famous entertainer in the in the uh, in the latter part of the 19th and early part of the 20th century. And uh, everybody knows all about Houdini. And I think that they know that Houdini, uh, the end of his career, prior to his death, uh, Harry Houdini, whose real name was Eric Weiss, uh, was devoted and madly in love with his mother. I don't mean in an inappropriate way, but I believe Houdini was a Hungarian Jew, and he was just madly in love with his mother, uh, so very close to her. And he had this supposedly psychic connection with her. And uh, one of the things that he wanted to do uh, is he wanted to see if he could um, if he could communicate with his mother after his death, you know, as well as the famous Houdini code with himself and you know to his wife, 
about communicating um, after uh, after your death. And I guess many of the people at the time, uh, when Houdini was going to all these seances uh, to explore this thing, one of the big things that um, that he exposed was people using automatic writing. And that's where Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, you know, got involved with that, you know, at that point in time and, and a lot of other people, uh, because a lot of the seances and the mediums at the time used automatic writing. You know, now, Paul, have you ever uh, sat in on a seance or a meeting with anybody who has actually done automatic writing? I have not. I've mm-hmm. never, uh, I've never been in the presence of someone who could do it or do it well. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it? What do you, what do you think is, uh, is going on with that? Well, I, I think with any, like anything else, you know, Ouija boards, I think, you know, I used to live in a place that was quite haunted. There was a lot of history, a lot of Native American land. And I've heard so many stories about uh, Ouija boards that I, I ended up, I bought one. I took it to many places that were known uh, haunted spirit activity that would go on all by mm-hmm. myself with, with the board and nothing ever happened. So I, I'm convinced because the Ouija board w- was invented to be a game where your subconscious mind, the uh, I think it's the uh, ideomotor or idiomotor responses. That's exactly uh, right. Yes. You know, would, would, would pick out the, uh, the letter. So originally the Ouija board was supposed to communicate with your deeper mind, your subconscious. And somewhere along the line, it just got crossed over to, to being this board that communicated with the dead. Now, automatic writing, I think automatic writing is kind of the same thing, uh, Although, you know, there are people that have uh, different gifts and they, they can, con- you know, connect with, you know, the other, you know, the spirit realm, as we call it, in, in very different ways. So could somebody uh, use the Ouija board in a way where information was uh, picked up, you know, that, that necessarily, uh, you know, no, the person using it wouldn't know? Mm-hmm. I suppose they could. And I suppose it could be the same for automatic writing. Mm-hmm. But then how much of that, again, is just us, you know, the subconscious mind, our own, as we would call them, psychic abilities, picking up on things and then we're mm-hmm. writing it, you know. So there's a fine line for me with with things such as the Ouija board and the, and the automatic writing. But mm-hmm. that that gets into the whole other philosophy that, I mean, you're, you're talking about the different forms of mediumship, which one of them is evidential mediumship where you're wide awake mm-hmm. when you can the, the spirit messages. So, you know, uh, maybe automatic writing could be uh, related to that as well, where it's not necessarily the, the spirit writing it, but you are getting information that's coming from somewhere other than your own brain, your own mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I found uh, I uh, you, you know that uh, you're, the audience doesn't know, but you know my feelings on doing uh, the Ouija board and things like that. When I was a young kid or I was a young man or something, I wouldn't think anything of it, and I would do that. At the present time in my life, even as a scientist, I'm being deadly serious. I I don't get a good feeling about participating. I, I wouldn't want to participate with you or somebody else with a Ouija board or do something like that. 
um, I, I think it uh, opens one to um, yeah. you know a lot of negative uh, a lot of negative consciousness or a lot of uh, negativity potentially uh, in in different areas or different realms that we may not understand or I may not understand. And uh, I, I just don't, you know, I don't think it's a good idea. Uh, and I don't mean like from a horror show or, you know, like a, a, a movie. It, it's one of those funny things. I, I don't think it's a wise thing to do. But I was studying it in some different kind of a way, perhaps. Now, I ran across something, and I guess my question to you is that I ran across some, a really great article by the head of the Edgar Casey. Uh, Association for Research and Enlightenment. And if people here are interested um, in the paranormal, they, they must have heard of Edgar Casey, the sleeping prophet. And he is probably one of the most famous um, uh, you know, people uh, in, in the realm of the, par- of the paranormal. Would you agree, Paul, with that, that kind of comment on that? About Edgar oh, Casey? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, he, uh, the people in his organization today, including, I guess, one of his own relatives, uh, you know, and it, what was it, you, Lynn Casey, uh, Casey uh, in, term, in her book, uh, you know, or his book called Venturing Inward, they really warn about dangerous doorways to the unconscious, Ouija boards, automatic writing, and the uh, Charlie Charlie challenge. Now, I don't know what the Charlie Charlie challenge is, but I guess it's one of those things that we see in all those horror pictures. I, I, did, I did Charlie Charlie once. <laughs> well, there you go. You know, but it was very funny to find some validation by other people where this is like their real, um, you know, this is like their bread and butter. This is the stuff that they really believe in. And they, they kind of share this, this similar kind of a thing, saying that... Uh, Andrew Case, for example, or Casey, you know, he thought that the individual themselves is potentially the best psychic uh, in the world if you worked on this and that everyone can access personal guidance at any time. You know, if you use safe things like meditation, working with dreams, undertaking personal spiritual growth, developing empathy, learning how to recognize psychic hunches and a bunch of other things. But they really um, kind of warned against turning loose um, uh, your uh, subconscious uh, mind or unconscious mind in these areas or turning loose uh, yourself or inviting uh, another entity to invade your thoughts psychically. Isn't that wild? Yeah, I mean, you you definitely have to be careful with that sort of thing. Um, yeah, now, now if somebody if somebody else heard that who thinks that all you know everything that we're talking about is like wild blueberry muffins that it doesn't mean anything that it's a bunch of nonsense, uh, then they would say, "Are you crazy? There's nothing to it anyway. What's going to happen? You know, these things don't exist." But you know, there's a question about existence. There's a question about what we're conscious of. Uh, you know, what's healthy for us. Uh, that we're conscious of, you know, what things we're making ourselves conscious of. And uh, I, I don't know, for me, it was, uh, I think it's one of those public service announcements I like to make to, to people. You know, before you start, um, you know, trying to do automatic writing, or I would say, or before engaging in a Ouija board experience or some of these other kinds of experiences, check some of this stuff out first. You know, do some reading and see what some of the people who are experts in the field, if there are such things as experts, 
uh, you know, have to say about those things. Now, what would your concerns, Paul, be about um, doing the, the Ouija board or automatic writing uh, or the, um, the Charlie Charlie game? What would, you know, I mean, you mentioned one obvious one, but what other concerns would you have? Well, I, for me, I, I think Ouija board and Charlie Charlie were, were nothing but a bunch of bunk. So I, I wouldn't have any concerns about them personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, although, you know, the, there are certain games or things, if, if you don't do it right, you know, you, you can open yourself up to uh, different energies that you may not want hanging around. Mm-hmm. And also, also in the world of spirit, you know, spirituality and magic, there is what they call thought forms. Mm-hmm. And these are entities that can be born of our own thoughts. And right. There's actually, there's actually an experiment. And I forget the name of it. I always forget these things. But there was a group of people who got a Ouija board and they, they took months to design uh, this fictitious spirit. Mm-hmm. They gave it a name. It might have been Charlie or Doug mm-hmm. or something. They made up a life, what he did for a living, where he went to school, when he died, how he died. And then they went in and started, you know, using the Ouija board to contact this fictitious spirit that they mm-hmm. created. And lo and behold, some, you know, weird things started happening around them. And this would be, uh, they actually made a movie out of this as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, course the movie was a little bit uh you know over dramatized but th- this this was actually a, a, a known experiment that shows yes we we can create these thought forms that that actually take on a life of their own i mean the, the mind is a very powerful thing so mm-hmm. whether you, and we don't fully understand it so whether you're believing in ghosts and spirits uh or not you know mm-hmm. you you may uh open up to something or create something, you know, out of your own, your, your own thought energies that uh, could be a bit of a, a problem in your life. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, sometimes different fields of study or different, um, you know, different life experiences have different names, but they're describing the same thing. And your thought form is also the basis of what, uh, as a professional psychologist, uh, you know, we study when we study psychosomatic di- disorders or we uh, study what we call psychogenic problems where the origin is psychogenic. And I can never forget when I was in graduate school at St. John's University, my um, psychoanalysis um, one teacher in graduate school was a, a wonderful, wonderful, old, old um, uh, professor. And he was the head of the Nassau County Psychiatric Association. He's a brilliant guy. He, he was a really nice, wise man. And he definitely tried to impress upon us the power and reality of psychosomatic and you know, psychogenic illness. That uh, when people would say years ago, you know, oh, that's all psychosomatic. It's all in your head. Well, he would remind people it could all be in your head. But that thought form as you're putting it or that psycho, you know, psychogenic Problem could wind up killing you. Could give you an ulcer. Could give you a heart attack. Could cause cancer. Could uh, cause skin rashes. Could do anything. Lower and raise your blood pressure. And uh, anybody who's ever worked in the field of medicine, uh, particularly contemporary uh, medicine, 
knows about the power of mind, body, and spirit, and psychogenetic origins of things. Your mind, your consciousness, uh, or your unconscious mind can certainly uh, give directions to your body to do a whole bunch of things. And, you know, if you believe in something, if you believe in a thought form and it's scary, if it's something evil, if it's something bad, if it's something that's going to hurt you and you can taste it and you can feel it and you can uh, experience, you're going to have basically the same spectrum of physical, uh, you know, uh, events as you would if it was actually there, even if it isn't. And that's why placebo works with so many people. You know, any drug that you take, look at it, the, the blind scientific study will also say how this how this drug worked on placebo and how it worked uh, on its own. And you'll see that there's always a significant number of people who work that the drug is 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 nothing more than a sugar pill, and it works. And yeah. uh, you know, it, I I think it fits into this. You know, if I'm if if you might find it interesting, Edgar Case himself. Uh, which I found him very interesting on this um, with the stuff. He, with his concern about these experiences, when people feel like the presence of a ghost with automatic writing or sensing that someone is in, you know, invading your thoughts or they're hearing voices and things like that, he said, uh, and I didn't know this, I was very impressed, he said that you should be really looking to bolster your body's natural defenses like physically, mentally, and spiritually. And that's what you were saying, Paul. And he talked about making sure you see an osteopath or a chiropractor to make sure that there's no problem with your spine or central nervous system. He encouraged people to make sure they were eating a healthy, well-balanced diet. Now, I think Edgar Casey, Casey was, what, in the 1920s and 30s, Paul? It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue, keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Learn more about Gig Speed Internet or other popular plans now with even more speed. Enjoy faster downloads and a better streaming experience today. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store for a great offer. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. I think so. Yeah. And and here he is talking about giving the mind plenty of uplifting, oftentimes spiritually focused material to read, self-help books, uplifting poetry, the Torah, the New Testament. And he said the mind is the builder, and what we focus upon becomes part of ourself. And he also said that working with prayer, that you imagine yourself with a white light of protection. Uh, and you can ask friends, families, a minister, a rabbi, people to pray with you and do those things. And he also talked about become, refusing to become fascinated by the experience, that people have to get over the intrigue of this and just try to find a sympathetic counselor or somebody, uh, you know, who would be open-minded with you in the paranormal. What do you think about those suggestions, Paul? You, I, you know, 
I think they're all nonsense. No, <laughs> no they're, they're, they're definitely good suggestions. I mean, it's, you know, and anything that keeps you, uh, you know, positive, balanced, healthy, you know, healthy, mentally, spiritually, physically, uh, you know, it's, it's going to help as a protection against these, uh, negative forces, whether they're from without or coming from within. I mean, I've been doing uh, this kind of work that I do for a long time and, you know, even doing some, you know, paranormal investigation. And I used to do house cleansings for people, you know, I did it for mm -hmm. friends, people that they worked with and people that they knew, you know, word got around that, you know, when you can do this sort of thing. And mm -hmm. most of the people, most of the people who, you know, would come to me or ask to see me because they were having, you know, some kind of issue they felt in their home uh, mm. were actually people that lived a very negative lifestyle. It was pizza every night. It was, you know, excess of alcohol. Uh, it was a lot of just, you know, negative uh, way of living, you know, fighting with the wife all the time, you know, swearing at kids. So, yeah, you know, definitely what, what you put in, uh, you know, garbage in, garbage out, you know, mm -hmm. and it, it will, it will certainly attract the flies if you're not careful. Mm -hmm. You know, there's been a lot of psychic, uh, scientific, rather not psychic, but scientific analysis and skeptic, you know, and, and, you know, skepticism. Uh, and that doesn't mean that you don't agree with things. It's people asking, you know, the skeptical, um, you know, questions and, uh, your idea or rather your statement, the, uh, you know, idiomotor effect, uh, is one of the things listed for that. Uh, the other one is the one that I would think in a lot of cases is the um, is the thing that's happening. And they call it a disassociative state or a dissociative state. And that's what happens, you know, like when people, uh, you know, forget where, the, you know, they have amnesia or they go into a fugue or something that, you know, they wake up someplace that they're not or they're 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 dissociated from the reality that they're presently in. And those things can happen for a number of reasons. I mean, you know, people can put themselves in states like that, uh, you know, through, uh, you know, meditation or something else like that. Other people have said that, like, automatic writing is due to right hemisphere damage. Uh, you know, it may have to do with, uh, you know, um, being very susceptible to, uh, you know, being influenced by things, uh, you know, those kind of things. And other people feel that, hey, look, you know, it's just something that um, uh, it, it may not be, you know, it, maybe it's a form of auto hypnosis, you know, and people are leading you like in a dream to some type of a, of a secondary or other self. You know, what do you think about that, Paul? Do you think that sometimes the automatic writing is maybe a cry for somebody for a different aspect of their personality? It definitely could be. I mean, you know, there's a lot of different theories that uh, you could attach to this and that are very plausible. You know, I, I would say uh, something I want to plug before we uh, we end. Uh, if people want to do like a, a safe kind of automatic writing, and I want to make sure you can hear me okay because we got a lot of static. Yes, I can hear you. Okay. okay. Uh, there's actually a book out. It's It's an older book. It's by Trudy Griswold and Barbara Mark. It's called Angel's Peak. A lot of people say angel speak because that's what it looks like, but it's Angel's Peak. 
and it's a guide how to talk with your angels. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is a way where they say it's like automatic writing, but you don't go into a trance. You, you ask a question and then just write the first thing that comes into your mind. Don't question, just write. And this is actually uh, a technique that I've experimented with hmm. and, uh, and, and just got some very, just some, some very deep uh, uh, emotional responses that were things that just came to my mind. Now, whether that came from the angels or whether that just came from me, because in metaphysics, they say the angel, you know, uh, the angels are the messages that come from within ourselves, our, our own mind, our own, our own subconscious, our own soul. And anyway, any way you slice it, you know, I, I found this to be a very, a very positive experience that was actually very helpful uh, with some things. And again, that's in Angel's Peak by Trudy Griswold and Barbara Mark. Uh, no trance, no dark entities, uh, but I found to be a very positive exercise at, at the very least. Mm. Um, Fantastic. So that's a good source. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was going to just recommend one. Uh, it looks like it's still up and running because I've been looking at it and it has lots of stuff about it. And it's the um, Edgar Casey Association for Research and Enlightenment. It looks like it's, uh, I mean, I can't uh, tell you that this is the greatest place to go. But it looks like they have a lot of good information. They've got uh, stuff on ancient mysteries, dreams, holistic health databases, life purpose and challenges, meditation for everybody, spiritual growth. And they have, um, uh, from what I've seen, very safe ways that were recommended by Edgar Case himself, like to have a 20-day program where you sit, you know, sit and take a time each day and you try and connect with another individual psychically. And at the end right. of 20 days, you get this um, an understanding, perhaps, of what a psychic connection feels like without like, you know, being uh, invaded by another spirit as war or some unhealthy kind of uh, thing, you know, but just by basically by using meditation and personal growth and things like that. So I don't know, Paul, do you have any closing thoughts on this, um, this episode on automatic writing? I thought it was pretty fascinating. I enjoyed doing this show a lot. Yeah, we, we covered uh, quite a few uh, topics, you know, in, in between the lines there. And, uh, no, I, I would just say, you know, if, if you experiment with these things, uh, be careful, keep an open mind. It, it's always good if you decide, hey, I want to try automatic writing. Let, let me go uh, look this up on the Internet and give it a whirl. Uh, just always play it safe. You know, do as Edgar Casey said, see yourself surrounded by a white protective light. Yeah. Always say, always say a protection prayer before you engage in any work like that, because that's that's most important. And one of the things a lot of people don't do, you know, and you just ask, you know, guidance for protection uh, that the angels or your guardian angels stand near letting no negative or deceptive forces come through. Uh, and, and then when you're done, you know, whether anything happens or not, it's always a good idea. They say to, to close the ceremony, close the ritual just by, you know, thanking the spirits for coming, even if nothing happened. Tell them to step back now, step back into the spirit realm. Uh, thank you for hearing. Thank you for coming. And this closes the session. Uh, and that's always very important that you don't get any 
lingering energies, if anything, is looming if you believe in that sort of thing. So take the precautions. That's a good point, because about the last thing is you want to do is piss off an Enochian angel. <laughs> well, I don't think you would, you, you would piss off an Enochian angel, but, you know, I, you know, I'm certainly a believer that there are um, spirits out there who are wandering right. the earth. Well, they're, 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 they don't know that they've passed. They're kind of lost. Right. And when, when we do these kind of things and there's enough research in mm-hmm. paranormal investigation, you know, going back years that uh, I think kind of proves that, that, that this is the case. And when mm-hmm. you do the, when you do these kind of things, you put out a certain energy uh, that's kind of like a beacon to them. So, you know, if there's one nearby, they might pick up on you and say, oh, there's maybe someone that could help me or someone that could hear me. And uh, then they might have a tendency to hang around trying to get your attention. Mm-hmm. So if you want to become uh, spooked out, mm-hmm. say the prayer protection and, uh, and always close the session uh, by thanking the spirits, saying goodbye, asking them to step back, you know, into their, uh, their own territory. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, there's just one quick thing I want to add on to that. So if you, if people want contemporary science and it's, it's based on sensation and perception, you and I become aware of things and it's called the actual measurement is called just noticeable differences. Uh, it may be different for me as opposed to Paul, but when you make yourself more amenable as you're implying, Paul, many times you might not be conscious of something uh, that we might classify as, paranormal. Why? Because you haven't tried to free up or you haven't attuned that portion of your central nervous system to that particular level of consciousness or awareness where you can sense something and then perceive it. And that's something that is scientifically true. So I I personally think that a lot of people don't have um, paranormal or psychic experiences, not because they're not capable of having them, because they don't they don't emphasize or try to use that area of their central nervous system, you know, and, you know, it it goes unused. Just like if we lived 10,000 years ago and we were, you know, Neanderthal people, we would be more highly attuned to the sounds of animals in the woods and a million and one other things, sights and smells and sounds. Now we don't even pay attention to them anymore. It's not that we've lost the ability, but we're just not, we don't do that. So it's a good point, point, Paul, you know, you, uh, people may think that, you know, like when I was teasing about the Enochian angels, that, well, you may believe something, you may have tuned, you know, allowed yourself to be tuned in to something, you know, present now in your level of awareness. So it's, uh, it's something good to think about. I enjoyed this show immensely. Uh, Paul, anything you want to tell us about your new sites or where we can, where people can reach you or anything else like that? Yeah, since we're doing this show, uh, let me plug myself here. You can reach me at nocturnalmagic at gmail.com if you want to comment on the show. Uh, and also, I do this kind of work. I do spiritual counseling. I do spiritual yeah. reading. Uh, I do angel cards, tarot, all kind of interesting things. It's not spooky. Uh, our reading is never spooky like you see on TV. It's always a very positive, uh, very healing experience. Uh, so if you wanted to contact me for something like that, Email me at nocturnalmagic@gmail.com. You can listen to my other show, Spiritualist Talk, which is also on uh, Anchor and all the places where you would find uh, people under the stairs. 
And, uh, you know, hope to hear from some folks out there. Well, I, I just want to tell people that Paul did a reading with me and it was spooky because in the background I kept hearing. <laughs> did, it, did, that, did that come out OK on the mic, Paul? It did. And, 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 and he heard that noise because his kidney was possessed. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys want to reach me, if, uh, I love this show and I've been pleased to tune into some of our past shows. You go down to listen to some of them. They really are fascinating. Uh, even though um, I do them with Paul, I go back and listen to them because there's always something new and fun and interesting to, to pick up on uh, in the shows uh, because they're live and unedited and, uh, you know, we, we, we try and do like a little bit of public service and some stuff that's entertaining as well. Uh, I have another show, uh, you know, called uh, Just Thinking with Stan Langland. And that's on all the, uh, the you know, all the platforms. And uh, I usually put that out four or five times a week. And there's been a lot of special editions lately. And I have a new feature, which has become very successful on the show called Your Daily Awakening. It's a five minute blurb on something positive. So thanks for listening to that. And my producer told me this week, I was very pleased that I, that, that just thinking is number 12 and uh, 12 or 11 or 13. It was one of those. It was really uh, up there on the iTunes charts in Russia. And Paul and I have uh, hit the charts in a few other countries and he has in his shows and I have in, in my shows. And it's always a wonderful thing to have um, to, to, you know, uh, there's about 700,000 podcasters out there in case people don't know. So when you when you hit the charts, it's a uh, it's kind of a, a, a wonderful thing, uh, you know, to, for the viewers or the listeners to say that they are enjoying the show. So uh, to my uh, my friends in Russia. Say hi to Vladimir Putin for me. <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening, everybody. And Paul, give us a good little uh, a, a white light spiritual something to end the show. Please and thank you. Well, let me say this. I can't think of one. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there it is. That's a live show, folks. That's that's what happens when you do a live show and you, you throw somebody a curveball. There you go. That one, went, that one went right in the dirt. But anyway. Uh, I, I was all ready for you to close out and I just shut my brain down. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, anyway, Paul and I send our love to you and our thanks to you. And we'll see you next week. Well, actually, we'll have a show for you this weekend, I'm sure. Lord willing. Okay? So everybody be careful out there. Thanks for listening. And let us know what you think. And maybe there's some topics uh, that you guys want to talk about. We'd love to hear from you. Okay? Well, bye-bye now, folks. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. From the kids to Aunt Sue, keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Learn more about gig speed internet or other popular plans now with even more speed. 
Enjoy faster downloads and a better streaming experience today. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store for a great offer. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. <laughs> 